Have some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Very happy July weekend to you. This is Jeff Hunt, the chief wagon boss of the Frontier Freedom Hour, broadcasting from the great state of Colorado. Hey, happy National Cowboy Weekend. It is actually National Cowboy Weekend, and if you haven't yet, you need to get to a local rodeo this summer. My family and I just got back from the Steamboat Rodeo up in Steamboat, Colorado, one of the top PRCA Mountain rodeos in the country. We had a fantastic time. My son won the catch a calf. Michael Arpaio, do you know what catch a calf is? I don't, but is that when they send the kids after him and try to tackle a cow? <laughs> it's close, yeah. So they, they tie a little ribbon onto the back of a cow's tail, and then they send all the six to 12 year olds after him. And my son, who's 11, won the catch. There's like 250 kids out there. And they had two calves, and one kid got the other one, and then my son just jumped on the back and pulled the little ribbon, and he was wearing flip-flop sandals. (laughs) We got a great video of it. He's wearing flip-flop sandals and out in the middle of the arena, and and actually one, he got his own belt buckle. So the next day, we went to FM Light and Sons. Are you familiar with FM Light and Sons? All right, so if you go to Steamboat for about two hours until you get to Steamboat, Colorado, you'll see these signs. Every once in a while, it's FM Light and Sons. It's an old Western retail store that was built in 1905. It's like one of the oldest stores up there in Steamboat. So we got him the belt buckle and the belt, and he put it on. He's wearing his jeans. He was so proud of himself. Catch a calf. Well, <laughs> it's, it's the Frontier Freedom Show, so we're going to talk a little rodeo, of course, probably each and every show. But, friends, if you're joining us for the first time, we cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. On the board is Michael Geronimo Arpaio and, of course, producer Jamie Urker, the mighty one, in studio. We're back after a wild summer. We had the Western Conservative Summit about six weeks ago now. By the way, all the speeches for the 2023 Western Conservative Summit are up on our YouTube page. So if you go to youtube.com backslash Centennial Institute, you will get to watch all those speeches. Everyone from Eric Metaxas to Seth Dillon to Tulsi Gabbard to Riley Gaines, kind of generally considered the top rated speaker of the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. So all those speeches are there. We took a little bit of time off. We've been featuring speeches on the Frontier Freedom Hour, and we're back live in the studio having a great time, and our energy's back after a little bit of break and enjoying some local rodeo. Well, friends, I don't know if you saw this in the news. Our new mayor, Mike Johnston, declares emergency over homelessness in Denver. Finally, They got to a point where they declared an emergency. Newly sworn in Mayor Mike Johnston, this is from KDVR.com, declared an emergency over homelessness in Denver and said he has plans to house 1,000 people by the end of the year. Johnston made the announcement in a Tuesday morning news conference just shy of 24 hours after his inauguration. On Monday, he will activate the city's emergency operations center and joint information as part of the response. Man, it sounds like they're like a military war room 
to take on homelessness here. The new mayor has said addressing homelessness would be a top priority for his administration. He said on Tuesday he will focus on the following. One, moving unhoused people into housing units through rapid rehousing or access to available apartments. Two, calling on landlords and property owners to partner to get people access to homes. Three, hotel conversions. That's going to be where they're asking hotels to give up some of their rooms for the homeless. They're looking for parcels of land in the city to open micro-communities. Sounds so sweet. Like those with tiny homes to give people shelter, housing, and resources like addiction help and workforce training. This is our commitment on day one to say we hear you, we agree with you, and we are ready to put all of our energy and effort in the city behind delivering a solution for this, Johnson said. The mayor pointed to cities with great economic growth like Denver, which leads to a housing stock that doesn't keep with growing demand and rapidly unaffordable housing without the infrastructure to support people with mental health needs. You have the perfect storm of both unaffordable housing, lack of supports for mental health, lack of supports for addiction, and you get an expansion of people who are struggling enough that they end up unhoused. That's what we know exists. If this sounds familiar, it's because every mayor for the past five mayors or so has sought to end homelessness. You probably remember the great declaration from then Mayor John Hickenlooper in 2006 to say he was going to end homelessness within 10 years. It has now been many, many, many years past the end of his goal. And guess what? There are not just remaining homeless. It's probably expanded at this point. In fact, it has expanded. Homelessness has gotten worse in Colorado since then Mayor Hancock decided he was going to try to end homelessness. And so Mayor Hickenlooper, sorry, then Mayor Hancock, and now Mayor Johnston has said that they are planning to end homelessness. I am skeptical because I think they miss the actual issue. To me, it's like taking Advil when you have a brain tumor. Yeah, the pain may subside, but you're not actually addressing the core fundamental problem here. So if the, the problem is just not that people don't have homes. It's not that housing is unaffordable because you can move outside the city. You can find other areas. There's other parts. You don't have to live right in downtown Denver, right? That we have, we have mass transit, so you can take the train in RTD if you need to. So we've spread out. The idea that you have to live right downtown Denver is not true. The idea that, it, so it's not just affordability, and the, and, and the belief that you're just going to hand people a little micro home and now the problem is solved. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's like giving them a little Advil and saying, well, because the pain has been reduced, then the problem has been solved. That is not the case. I studied this in seminary, took a whole class on alleviating poverty, and the whole issue has changed. Back in the 1950s and 60s, it was called a hot and a cot. That if you were in trouble, you got a hot shower and you got a place to sleep, but you were expected to go work during the day. So you actually left the homeless shelter and you went to your job and you saved up money until you got out of that problem. 
Now we've built entire industries. And I remember in, in seminary, actually visiting and volunteering. They had an entire mall. It was called the Pathways, where you could walk in, you could get a haircut if you needed a new job. You could get clothes if you needed a new job. If you needed food, it was there, of course. Basically, they had computers there. They had everything you needed to be able to get a job and to get this kind of, and to end homelessness. And LA is still struggling with it. So it's not the fact that there's a lack of resources. It's not a lack the fact that there's a lack of housing. It's a drug addiction and it's a mental health issue. Our mayor here in Aurora, Colorado, Mike Kaufman, I think it was two or three years ago, went to go live as a homeless guy for two weeks in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. The mayor didn't tell anybody. He went out there and he lived on the street and he came back and he learned two things. One, it's almost entirely drug addiction. And then two, we've created an entire system where people are essentially supported in their drug addiction. Food is brought to them on a regular basis and they live in tents and we turn a blind eye to this drug addiction. We just allow them to live that life style. Joining us today is the Dean of the School of Theology at Colorado Christian University, Dr. David Cotter, who works directly with the homeless downtown. And I and I wanted to just pick his brain on this. Is Mike Johnston's ideas going to solve the homeless problem? If we just give them homes, will that solve the problem? Am I wrong on this? Dr. David Cotter, thanks so much for joining the program. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Uh, it's always a joy every time. And thanks for focusing on this issue, because this is a, a very important issue. And I, I share your skepticism about Mayor Johnston's new proposal, but let's just start with the things that are good about this and, uh, and start with some of the data to see what we're talking about. Um, that, first of all, this is an emergency. As you said, homelessness in Denver is up 44 percent since 2016. And so, and we work with the coalition or Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. You know, they do a point in time count of people on the street. Unfortunately, they do it in January, so I think they undercount it. Um, but you know, according to the Metro Denver Homeless Initiative, there's over 22,000 people on the streets in Denver. And so, you know, LA, of course, as you said, is obviously the worst. New York is second. But Denver is in the top 10 in the nation, and 22,000 people, um, those are living human beings made in the image of God who are worthy of dignity and respect. And so that's my first concern, is a 1,000 sounds like a lot of homes, and I'm not sure we're going to get that many tiny homes in places. That's 5% uh, mm. to, if we get there. So we're just talking a small amount. Now, for those 1,000, a, a tiny home is better than nothing but it's the other 95% that, uh, and the rate of growth of that. Uh, he, he's right. This is an emergency. But, but there, as you said, there's, there are bigger problems. And he's taking a philosophical approach called housing first, where if we give people housing, then they'll, they'll fix the other parts of their lives. And that has not been our experience in our time uh, down on the streets with Colorado Christian. Friends, we're talking with Dr. David Cotter of CCU about this homeless problem. We're going to continue this when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. 